I'm not sure where I heard it or read it, but I can verify that the saying is true. No one really knows how hard it is to stop sinning, until you truly try to stop sinning. And another reality that I can vouch for is that God's Word and God's Holy Spirit within us, opens our eyes, so that we see areas where we sin, that we never were even aware of before. And it's not just that we can see it, but it also hurts to see it, in ourselves especially and also in others. Sometimes I think I am doing alright, making progress, moving forward, and then the me in me, raises its head and I am brought face to face with another shortcoming, another foot and mouth in Cedian, another less than I should have been. And just to make things interesting, it's not only the words that escape from out of my mouth, but it's also the thoughts in this mind and heart of mine that are behind those words, which oftentimes, do not escape from these lips, or are visible to others. But God knows and the longer I walk with God, the more and more I become increasingly aware of me, as I too frequently am. The thing is, I don't like seeing any of me, that is not of Jesus, that sometimes rises to the surface. And just in case you may think you are reading the words of a psychopath here, let me assure you that I truly don't think that is the case, because I do not want to hurt people or hold a grudge against others etc., but this human nature that resides within me, is not always a great shining light. I keep reminding myself of the scripture where Jesus was asked how many times we should forgive our brother or sister who sins against us as recorded in Matthew 18 21-22 NASP, then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how many times shall my brother sin against me and I still forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you, up to seven times, but up to seventy-seven times. Or possibly seventy by seven times. The point being, if you start counting, you're missing the point. And just in case we don't grasp that, Jesus follows that exchange with a parable about the king settling accounts with his slaves as recorded in Matthew 18 23-35 which Jesus summarizes when he states in Matthew 18:35, My Heavenly Father will also do the same to you, if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. And the point again being, that we are continually indebted to God to forgive us, so we are expected to do likewise to those who have sinned against us. And I am mindful that God doesn't count my sins against Him that I frequently ask Him to forgive me for, God never asks us to do what He Himself will not do, which to my way of thinking is a real good thing, because if He did, I would be in the hurt locker, big time. No, we are not to habitually sin, but we do all fall short, we do all have occasional lapses, and I use the word occasional liberally, as God increasingly enables us individually, to see what we never saw or realized before. And I want to tell you, the clearer we see, well, it's not pretty. So, to answer my own question, does it ever end? Yes it does, but not while we are in these bodies. That is why the Apostle Paul states the following in 1 Corinthians 5 1-5, For we know that if our earthly tent which is our house is torn down, we have a building from God, a house not made by hands, eternal in the heavens. For indeed, in this tent we groan, longing to be clothed with our dwelling from heaven, since in fact after putting it on, we will not be found naked. For indeed, we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, because we do not want to be unclothed but to be clothed, so that what is mortal will be swallowed up by life. Now He who prepared us for this very purpose is God, who gave us the Spirit as a pledge. Actually, read the whole of chapter 5 if you have the time. Satan would have us focus on our own lack of righteousness, our own shortcoming, our own nakedness and bring us down, but God's Word would have us focus on God's righteousness, Jesus, that is imputed unto us, who believe in Him. We will sin, it happens, and if we confess our sin and strive to not sin, as we continue on our journey, God will forgive us for our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1 9. Romans 3 21-26 reads as follows, But now apart from the law the righteousness of God has been revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, 
but it is the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all those who believe, for there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified as a gift by His grace through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus, whom God displayed publicly as a propitiation in His blood through faith. This was to demonstrate His righteousness, because in God's merciful restraint He let the sins previously committed go unpunished, for the demonstration, that is, of His righteousness at the present time, so that He would be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Our righteousness is in Jesus. Never forget that. If you fall, pick yourself up, ask for forgiveness and keep walking down that narrow path. He will bring us to completion, just keep walking and trusting. Philippians 1 6. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.